to Love That Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen, as always, uh, joined by a friend to talk about a movie they love, whether it be an all-time favorite or a recent one that they like a lot. Um, But yeah, I am excited to be back after the holidays. I hope everyone had a good holiday season and new year and we're about seven days into 2021 and uh whoop looks like this year's a wash so (laughs) we'll just uh uh it's just more of the same (laughs) yeah just just looking about (laughs) the year hasn't really changed much which is surprising that we thought just a few days uh a year change would actually change everything, but you know. Yeah. Amazing that people thought that just a change in the date would save everything. Um, but yes, uh, this magic voice that is uh, talking <laughs> is a good friend of the show, Ty McGowan from uh, the Rank Kings podcast. How's it going, Ty? Um, it's good. I'm glad to be on finally. You kept, uh, you asked me to be on like three months ago and then ghosted me and then. <laughs> And then finally let me on. So I'm really looking for this episode coming out, what, probably around June or something like that, whenever you release. Yeah. I haven't Sounds figured out your right. schedule yet. <laughs> schedule? What? What is this word, schedule? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. I make my guests feel like I don't really want them until suddenly I'm ready to record. <laughs> All right, it's a good strategy. It's a, well... It's a strategy. (laughs) Uh, But you and Danny have been so great to have me on your show twice now. Um, First time was to talk about, uh, oh, top 10 movies of 2018. Right. And we had quite the debate, but I declared you the winner. You did, yes. I think if you time it, he, it's like five straight minutes of him literally screaming. He's so mad. So anytime he, I can get that reaction out of him, it's a win. He bullied you more than any other guest that we've had on the show. I almost changed my mind. He was so mean about it. Like, um, No, so you made the that. right decision. And then, and then you're coming on. Uh, I don't want to say what episode you're coming on for, but you're actually hosting an episode in uh, February uh, with mm. Megan. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be uh, very Rankings. good, yeah. and it's going to be very on brand for me and Megan. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, but more recently, I was on your show to do um, with kind of a group of guests uh, to do a top five things that happened in 2020 for us and i cried so that happened (laughs) well it didn't really help help your case that you were what four drinks deep yeah (laughs) (laughs) when we started another thing i've never really done on a podcast before but you know why not do those things on your show (laughs) it was a good episode you know you got to release some of that emotion going into the next year I think we everybody had a little bit too much pent up going going into the new year. Yeah, it's been a it's been a long year. Um, sorry. Okay. Uh, my microphone. Um, but yeah. So recently, cried on your episode talking about <laughs> you know personal things, but. Uh, but yeah, I uh, did. I hope the holidays were good to you, the end of the yeah. year. And 
whatnot. Yeah, they were good. A lot of laying around, not doing anything. Um, yeah, that's about it. I asked for liquor and cash for Christmas, and that's exactly what I got. <laughs> so it's perfect. Yeah. What more do you need? I got I got the <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson tequila, which is surprisingly good. Is it? Yes. Yeah. I love a celebrity liquor or wine. Sometimes they're total trash, and sometimes yeah. they're good. Yeah. We uh, we're fans of the Dan Aykroyd vodka around here because it comes oh, in that, that fun skull bottle. Oh, <laughs> the bottle yeah, looks yeah, like a yeah. skull. It's surprisingly good vodka, but just the fact that like Dan Aykroyd might be like the weirdest man alive, <laughs> and he makes vodka. Yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> But yeah, always like I feel like we we're at this age now where it's like your parents, your loved one ask you what you want for Christmas. It's either something like practical and not fun, like something for your house, or just yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like yeah. okay. Yeah. But uh but yeah. Christmas was good. It was uh it was a weird year to be apart from family and you know, feel like, I don't know, I feel like while we were also having a good time, everybody was kind of going through something over the holidays. We just had right, to, like, yeah. work through it. Yeah. Uh, this will definitely be a time in history that we will never, ever forget. <laughs> nope. Not at all. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we are less what? than 24 hours out from a uh, attempted coup on the Capitol. Oh, and dear just... Lord. <laughs> Now you understand oh, why I asked for liquor for Christmas. I just Yeah. <laughs> you knew it was going to get worse before it could ever get better. <laughs> hey, but that's why we have movies. We can just distract ourselves and pretend like nothing's really going on. So Absolutely. Absolutely. And reality reality TV shows. That's really saved me during the quarantine. Oh my gosh. Yes, I was recently on the Mad About Movies vip feed to talk about the bachelor and bachelorette i have forced uh. myself into this position of being their official bachelor bachelorette person and i make brian record an episode on it like every few weeks now hey that's great they need that they need to, they need to force themselves to watch that <laughs> he was already watching so i just kind of outed him as like someone who was already watching this show but yeah i was in such a desperate need to like distract myself yesterday that before we recorded i had like four full pages of notes on this silly little episode of the bachelor (laughs) i read every single contestant's bio and i had like full thoughts and opinions on all like 25 of the girls that were still remaining (laughs) i could just see brian and tobin's face they were like oh my god (laughs) made a huge mistake Like someone has to be the expert. It's not going to be Brian or Tobin. So no, but yeah. there's expert, and then there's I don't know <laughs> obsessed insanity. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we're not here to talk about the Bachelor or Bachelorette. Although I could go into it, uh, but no, we're here to talk about a movie that you like and a subject yes. that you want to talk about. Um, so when I did reach out to you many moons ago uh, about this year. Immediate responses, I have to talk about Dazed and Confused. Absolutely. So tell me more about that. 
So this is so I knew about the soundtrack before I knew about this movie. It was always in my parents' car, and it had this smiley face on it. So I always wanted to play it, and of course, the soundtrack is amazing. Um, but it's one of my mom's favorite movies, and um, so I, my mom let me. Well, she didn't let me watch it at a young age. I kind of stole the DVD and just watched it when I definitely wasn't old enough to watch Days and Confused. But I love this movie so much. This is, I know you have a comfort movie question or later on in the uh, episode, but this is like my go-to comfort movie. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll say another one at the end, don't worry. Uh, But uh, this is my go-to comfort movie. I love this movie so much. I think I can quote most of it. Um, It's based off of two high schools, one of which I went to in Houston. So, I mean, I'm very deeply connected to this movie. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, tell me more about that, because I know some of the background. Obviously, Richard Linklater, so it's very Austin. Um, yeah. I know that it was filmed in Austin, um, right. but yeah, tell me more about the background stuff. I'm not super familiar. So yeah, it was filmed in Austin, but, uh, Linklater went to high school in Houston. Um, so it's based off Lamar high school, the high school he went to, and then Memorial high school, the high school I went to, um, and all mm-hmm. like the hazing stuff like that happened at his school. Like Lamar did all the girl hazing and that got shut down like pretty quick in the eighties. But, um, at Memorial, like I got paddled when I graduated middle school like that way yeah and that still happens and my mom's like yep that's just how it works and I was just like okay (laughs) but yeah I got paddled man (laughs) I I got paddled when I got out of middle school it's still a thing that happens yeah and the whole community is just like complicit they're just like yeah that's just how it works (laughs) yeah well do you think the movie has I don't want to say helped maybe hurt the fact that it's not going away yeah, yeah, because the movie know definitely that it's based off of it. Yeah, the movie glorified it for sure. But mm-hmm. it's not it's not as intense as the movie. You don't really have many Ben Affleck characters. You have a few every every few years, but <laughs> but it's not as intense as they put it out in the movie. But yeah. It happened. I got invited yeah. to a party uh a few days after I graduated middle school, got paddled and had a beer. It was great. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I mean I guess you are Mitch then. Yeah. <laughs> I guess well, so, yeah. <laughs> the thing that I really noticed, I guess, on this last watch is like the turnaround, how like pretty much all the guys, except for O'Banion, really yeah. quickly turn into like, okay, you did the whole like, we beat the crap out of you, but now yeah. we're going to actually take you under our wing and like give you advice right. and all this stuff, uh, which I guess is nice. It's a nice turnaround for the characters. Because if yeah. they just like beat the crap out of him and then, and then left, it would have been a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and that whole thing with, uh, I mean, I'm not going to go into the whole politics of like hazing and stuff like that. But like I was in a fraternity in college and like there are some merits to hazing, but there are people like the Ben Affleck character who just are psychotic and get pleasure out of hurting people, which doesn't make any sense to me at all. But there's yeah. like a it's it's almost like a brotherhood thing. Like, okay, you got paddled, I got paddled. Now you get to paddle someone in three years. Like, it's all it's all a cycle. I'll pretend to understand. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. I did I did the yeah. uh, I did the little love tap that uh, that Pink did, where I acted mm. like I was gonna hit him and gave him a little tap. Yeah, I don't know. I just I was 
opposite experience for everything. <laughs> was like a super dweeb that like was in band in high school, and then um, yeah, in college I barely participated in like anything. <laughs> I was like a commuter essentially. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, hey, but sure, what? yes, yeah. there are merits to hazing. Although all I know from about it is like the stories of. The fraternities and sororities that get like shut down or banned oh, or yeah. whatever campus and like can never come back because of bad hazing or it going too far um yeah you get you get idiots that ruin everything everywhere so yeah it happens you just got to police the stupidity which is surprisingly hard to do i mean you know you can see that in the news right now yep. so <laughs> Well, it's hard when the police take pictures with the stupidity, but you know, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Pose for selfies. Um, but <laughs> anyway, it's back to Dazed and Confused. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so this was filmed in 1993, but it's set in 76. Right. And he got the look of the 70s so perfect that, like, first time I saw this, I was probably in high school, and I couldn't tell you that this wasn't a movie filmed and released in the 70s. Yeah. It looks it, exactly like it, you know. Well, the thing with, like, in the mid-90s, like, so Mitch, the the kid with the long hair, like, if you put him in a 90s movie and just changed his clothes, you'd be like, oh, yeah, but he looks like he's from the 90s. Is there something about yeah. those, like, mid-90s where, like, everybody kind of looked like they were from the 70s, where they had the, the long hair and, and all that? All you got to really do is just change the cars and the clothes and then you're there it's true yeah yeah fashion is cyclical like that i guess a good time to make that movie would have been the 90s yeah yeah i mean uh, that, and that's the whole point of the movie is everything is a cycle because it's such a timeless movie like they're the the great thing about richard linkletter who's he's my favorite director of all time um recently i decided that but like when i first got into movies i was like Oh, like Wes Anderson and like, uh, and like Kubrick are my favorite because cinema is the greatest thing ever. And then I'm like, uh, but Linklater is way Mm -hmm. better. I got out of my whole uh, pretentious phase. So I'm happy that I got out of that. But like the way he writes his characters, it's like, so with, um, oh gosh, I can't think of his name. Uh, oh no. The guy who wrote the social network. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Stop it. The second you said it, it <laughs> fell out of my head. <laughs> oh, no. I, when I was just talking about the West Wing today. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Thank you. Yeah. Oh so the God. thing with Aaron Sorkin, his writing is everyone's like, okay, but no one would really say that in real life, but it's so beautiful that it works. But with mm-hmm. Linklater, it's like, this is exactly how people talk, and it's beautiful. Yes, exactly. Um, he... Yeah, there's such an authenticity. Like people say things that they that they would be embarrassed to hear themselves say later. Um, you get into that a lot with like the kind of nerdy trio of friends who are like yeah. constantly like trying to sound smart and like bringing yeah. up politics without really knowing at all what they're talking about. And like who at a younger age didn't like yeah, yeah. say stuff like that? And then you look back and you're like, oh god, I'm an idiot. Like I didn't yeah. know what I was talking about or. Or teenagers just talking about dating and sports, and you look back and you're like, "Oh my god, so much like cringy things that I like said or yeah 
did or embarrassed myself. And it's like Linklater does a really good job of showing that while also like keeping the connection to where like it's not painful for you to watch. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't yeah. know. It's hard to say, but yeah. Yeah, when he like pushes his message across with some of the dialogue, and this happens in Everybody Wants Some also, but um, the characters like they say something a little bit profound, and like right before they would get to something like in every other movie, this would be like the line that won the actor the Oscar. But like right before they get to like that line, they just like cut it with a joke. Like mm-hmm. the one, the one football guy. Uh, I think it's Benny. Um, yeah, no, 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 uh, Don the Sasha Johnson character when he's just like, you know, I, I want to do the best while I'm here. I want to, I want to play the best when I'm here, you know? And then he's like, and then I want to dog the most chicks while I'm here. I'm like, dude, you're so close <laughs> to saying something really great. And then so you just close. cut it like that. <laughs> but that's exactly how high school kids talk. They're not thinking of like, oh, I want to say something so say profound something. that will, that we'll remember for the rest of our lives. Like they're yeah. only focused on drinking, getting girls and, going to the Aerosmith concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of Don, I went to high school with a guy who looks exactly like Don, who acted or who acted exactly like Don, whose voice even sounded exactly like him. And every time I watch this movie, I'm like, that is that guy from high school. And like, nobody yeah. listens to the show, but if there's anybody who went to high school with me, listens to the show, you know exactly <laughs> who I'm talking about. It is painfully obvious. But yeah, it's, but I mean that, you know, specifics aside, there are somebody that you went to high school with represented in like every single one of these characters as well. Oh yeah. I think, um, I think I was watching a documentary and Matthew McConaughey said this, but like what's great, what everyone connects with and Days and Confused is they either connect with the character or they're like, I know that person. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Ben Affleck is, like, the worst person alive, but you knew that person in high school. Like, I knew that person mm-hmm. in high school. There was definitely someone who's like that, and he somehow hung out with everybody because he was a great football player, but he was just – nobody liked him. A walking rage issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And every everybody knew everybody knew Pink, you know, the starting quarterback who's, like, friends with everybody, and everybody knew those, those nerds, like – I mean, and everyone knew the guy who would come back from college and be just be like, hey, why are you still, like, hanging out with us? Like, do you not have college friends? Like, everybody knows those characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and even, like, the, the younger set, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. The, 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 the girl uh, who, like, yeah. for no other reason than she's pretty gets, like, brought in with the senior girls and, like. Right. Yeah in the the group of you know freshman nerds who kind of band together and yeah yeah want you know show one up on the seniors because they're actually like smart and yeah Yeah, and then and you get it with so football coaches very stereotypical i mean that's kind of just you get those football coaches those old people talking to pink at the baseball game (laughs) who are just they're still obsessed with football even though they're 85 years old like I know those people. I know yeah. uh, the t- the l- super liberal high school teacher that was just like, "Hey, remember you're celebrating a bunch of old white guys who didn't want to pay their taxes." And then yeah. you get the like super conservative middle school teacher who's just like, 
oh, well, I'm not really worried about y'all getting paddled. I was in Vietnam. So <laughs> like, it's like, like everyone in this film, I'm just like, I could, I know exactly who these people are. And the yeah. fact that it was it was based off of like where I grew up was it was just I don't know it was so great. Yeah, seeing that scene where those yeah that older couple approaches Pink, my brother was quarterback of the football team, and we grew up in in Texas and yeah I remember uh, when he had his first starting game we still had one of those uh, uh, voicemail like machines that had a little tape in it right and it was full of like every person that like knows my parents calling and leaving a like a voice message to like congratulate my brother on that like fantastic win and that rivalry game and i think they still have the tape i'm like what are you gonna play that on they don't make (laughs) tape players for those tiny little play whatever and yeah, uh, the whole town, everyone you know. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, Texas but high it's, school football. It's true. <laughs> it's a religion. Yeah, it uh, truly is. Speaking of, we finally, uh, uh, some our friends finally convinced Meg to watch Friday Night Lights. For the she had first never time seen Friday year. Night Lights. No, and I need you to give her crap for it too, because it has been a topic of conversation amongst between her and uh, our friend Lauren, who she does the on the download podcast with. That like, Lauren wants her to watch it, and it's been like a few years of her saying like, just watch the show, and like the longer it goes on, Meg is like, I'm never gonna watch it now. I'm a stick in the mud, <laughs> and so like, for Christmas this year, she wrote her a note saying, I will watch Friday Night Lights at least the first season <laughs> by this date. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and we're all like, yes, finally. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. That's an awesome show. I can't believe she hasn't seen it yet. I know. I was like, you're going to love Coach Taylor. I don't see yeah. it. Like, you got to watch it at least for Kyle Chandler. I mean, that guy is so great. That guy. Um, yeah. Ugh. Maybe I'll rewatch Friday Night Lights soon knowing that she's watching it (laughs) um but yeah so let's get into some of the cast um obviously we talked about how ben affleck which is such a random casting like he's so mr boston even in the 90s i feel like but it's it's funny to see where he's at now in his career, that that was the role that he got in Days to Confused. <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, it's this this cast. It's almost like it's not on the same level as uh, the Outsiders movie that had just like everybody in it. But like, I mean, there are so many people that kind of got their start with this movie, and it's crazy that yeah, Ben Affleck, the the Boston guy, was in this, and then uh, uh, Cole Hauser was also in it. And he's like a huge Boston guy too. He was in Goodwill mm-hmm. Hunting. He was like one of the friends. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't know if there's just if uh, Linklater just thought Boston people play Texas people really well, or <laughs> or what. I don't know. I don't know because a lot of the rest of the cast is Austin natives. I mean, I think that's right. kind of why we didn't see a lot of the younger folks having big careers like right. those kids that were playing the freshmen especially what's his name uh wiley wiggins oh yeah he, played <laughs> he, was, Mitch. <laughs> he, 
he was he's such so a great bad. role, but like, just not. He kept. What annoys me is he kept, he keeps he kept pinching the top nose. of yeah. his nose. I don't understand. Like he can't get through. Like you think that Link Leader would be like, just stop doing that. Just stop doing that. But there's a. I, I think know. in IMDb in like the trivia section they said that he pinched his nose like over forty times in that one scene alone or something like that. And he kept so he pinched bad. his nose and he kept shaking his head. I was just like, dude, what do you what no one acts what like is that? Going on? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Hey, he was just nervous. He was around a bunch of seniors. Like, I guess we can cut him a little bit of slack. Sure. I guess these were acting choices. Um <laughs> Yeah. But then uh Yeah. Smaller roles like Parker Posey. Oh, she he, was awesome. She's iconic in that that role of hazing the freshman girls i love she Parker was Posey. so great in this and she wasn't as annoying as as because she's basically the female ben affleck in this mm-hmm. she's like the the senior girl that's just like why are you just such a jerk all the time but uh yeah she is so funny and especially her later on in the movie her stuff at the party was just so great it was, yeah. it was awesome. She's yeah. just like stumbling around in the woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then we have uh, uh, Jason London, who plays Pink. Yeah. Um, the less crazy of the two London twins. I oh, couldn't I didn't remember know which one was which. I didn't know he had a twin so brother. His, yes, his twin brother, Jeremy London, was on Seventh Heaven back in the day. Oh, I never watched that. I say crazy. He had like drug addiction problems and he went on to like celebrity rehab. But he, I tried to look the story up and it's, he like faked his own kidnapping to, and I can't remember why. I think it was because he was in some kind of pickle with like drugs and money or something. So he faked his own kidnapping back in like the mid OOs. And it became this, like, big story. And then it was, like, very quickly revealed that it was, like, a hoax put on by himself. And um, and then when he went on to Celebrity Rehab, Jason, who was in this movie, like, didn't show up for, like, family day oh. <laughs> in Celebrity Rehab. I'll, it, this is the type of, like, random celebrity trivia that just lives <laughs> rent-free in my mind. And it will never go away. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even know he had a brother, so. <laughs> they, he was on 7th Heaven, a show that I barely watched. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen one episode of 7th Heaven, so. Not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, anyways, yeah. I'm pretty sure Jason London and his twin, they're both from Texas as well. So Yeah, yeah he is... Natives. Pink is just such like a cool character. He is just such a cool dude. And he's just such the epitome of of a high school kid like the whole thing where he has to sign this contract that says he's he's like going to be safe during the summer and he's not going to do drugs and stuff like that. And his coach is calling his friends losers and he's just like yeah, but like I'm going to do what I want to do. Like this like I it's high school. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not really concerned with state championships i just want to have fun so i really love that um he he his quote with all the friends like he's friends oh yeah nerdy trio and he's obviously friends with the football guys and the stoners yeah 
uh, his quote um, when when they're on the football field and the uh, the coach comes by and and was asking him what he was doing there and he says I may play ball next fall but I will never sign that. Now me and my loser friends are going to head out to buy Aerosmith tickets. Top priority of the summer. I mean, that is just like, that's another, like, he could have said something so profound there, but he's just like, nah, we're going to go get Aerosmith tickets, man. That's top priority of the summer. And that's just like, yeah, because like high school kids are not thinking about like, you know, all these rules that they have to follow. They think they're Mm -hmm. invincible and they just want to go do whatever they want to go do. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So we've held off long enough. We've talked about everybody, but we've got to talk about Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I love his character so much. <laughs> so this character, I'm sure that you know this because, I mean, everybody's obsessed with this character. Even if they don't haven't seen the movie, they know, like, the all right, all right, all right. They know the the one thing I love about high school is the girl. I keep getting older and the girls stay the same age, which is you know, a very exceedingly creepy later on <laughs> like these days, but, um, mm-hmm. but his, the character is based off his brother, which is crazy that Linkletter let that happen because McConaughey, like he wasn't Matthew McConaughey then he was just like this guy from Austin. And he was just like, yeah, I want to base this character off my brother. And Linklater was just like, okay, yeah, go for it. <laughs> like, I can't believe, like, I'm still amazed that that even happened. There's, yeah, and I've heard the origin story a few times, too, and it's just, like, there's good on Richard Linklater for, like, meeting Matthew McConaughey and just seeing something in him and going, yes, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm all in on whatever this idea you have, and then it turns out to be, like, the most iconic character of the movie, like, yeah. something that is, and then also launched McConaughey into obviously this like huge career he's had right um but yeah people still still you know quote this at him all the time and he still responds nicely and uh yeah people are always you know it sure be cooler if you did i mean yeah i say that that all the time (laughs) like if i if i'm going (laughs) like i think uh me and my roommates went and got like tacos the other day and i was like hey did anybody get any picante sauce and they're like no i was like no be a lot cooler if you did like I said that like a few weeks ago. <laughs> I love it. I love that line so much. But yeah, Wooderson is just an all-time character. He is so great yeah. and hilarious, even though he's very, very creepy. Oh, <laughs> if you look at it later he on, is, he is a huge loser and, yeah. of course, a creep. Um, but you're watching this movie through the eyes of the high school kids, and they're like, Wooderson is just the man. Like, I want to be Wooderson when you grow up. And you're just like, no, Pink, you don't want to be Wooderson when you grow up. <laughs> you yeah. can do better than that. <laughs> you can, yes. And the fact that uh, Mitch, like, directly quotes everything Wooderson was saying when he goes in to buy beer. Yeah. And the guy behind the counter just <laughs> buys it. He just, all right. Dude, fun fact about that guy who is working at the gas station. He is also working at the liquor store in Boyhood, which is also set in Houston. In another Link Letter movie, set in San Marcos. It's it's so his. I could have a lot sworn. of it's set in Houston. A lot of it's set in San Marcos, and then yeah, those are the two. He's they switch between okay. because the there's a scene. I mean, obviously, we're not talking about Boyhood. 
But there's this, about his, anything Richard Linklater. I mean, tangent. So only. his his dad lived in Houston in the movie. His mom lived in San Marcos. So oh, like he okay. was in San Marcos more, but like when he was with his dad, he was usually in Houston. Um, but there's a baseball game they go to with his dad, and I was at that baseball game. No way. Yeah, I had no, and I didn't know they were filming. Like I didn't know about Boyhood in like 2005. But like, well, don't they have cameras and stuff? Like, I guess I didn't really see it. We had uh, club seats, so oh. we were uh, a little bit <laughs> higher up. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was crazy. I love Boyhood. Fun fact: that was that was my first date with Cameron. Saw Boyhood. Oh. What a strange first date movie, but yeah. <laughs> well, I know it's it's a really strange first date movie, but it was. I mean, it, but great movie. But like we we had been talking for a while, and and uh, we hadn't like we met online. We hadn't like hung out, and we right. both like connected over like the, we loved movies and whatever. And I think it was during that award season, and Boy had won like a Golden Globe or something. And I was like. We were talking about it, and he was like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. And I was like, well, you, you need to see it. And, um, yeah, our, the first time we hung out, we, like, hung out and watched Boyhood. There you go. Richard so. Richard, Richard Linkletter brought you all together. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, it's a better story. Our first, like, actual date that we went to to go to the movie theater was to see American Sniper, which... What another yeah, strange more- thing... <laughs> Much more prefer the origin story with being boyhood, but yeah, it was. A, we both walked out of there being like, "Well, that was a movie." Uh, <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, we're a weird couple. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> hey, you know uh, what? Twenty fifteen is a isn't weird time bad. for movies too. I, yeah. I say s- stick with the boyhood story and not the American sniper story. Cause that's just, yeah, <laughs> that's even just like, wow, were y'all happy when you got done with your day? Because that movie is rough. Yeah. We walked out of the movie theater like, well, that was just okay. And very sad. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We're married now. So that doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's funny that is really funny yes okay so okay. we we still haven't talked about one of the best characters in the movie slater played by uh roy cochran yes, the pothead <laughs> i mean <laughs> everybody loves slater i love him so much um and he's i mean just, just a happy the, guy just the stuff he says just catch you later man Or when he's, he's, like when, in, when he's talking he's to Mitch, he's like, background. are you, are you cool, man? And Mitch is like, what do you mean? And Slater's just like, whoa, what do you mean? What do <laughs> I just, mean? <laughs> uh, he's like the second or third guy in almost every scene. Just there with yeah. like one line to like throw yeah. in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> well, he, he has this great line that literally every every male has talked about in high school well not every male but the majority of the males in america have talked about in high school where he's just like 
man, the girls at our high school are just so prude. I mean, the, the girls ahead of us, those were, those are great. I mean, I can't wait to get to college. It was just like, man, Slater, I think I've heard about a million dudes say that when I was in high school. And then it cuts to, it cuts to the guys walking out of the middle school dance. And they're like, God, middle school girls are the worst. I can't wait to get to high school. And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, yep, this is exactly what guys talk about in high school. And it doesn't matter what year it is. Yeah. So true. So true. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Slater's such a, he's such a fun guy. And we all knew knew him. We all knew him. Yes. I definitely smoked with a Slater when I was in high school. (laughs) (laughs) And his whole, and his whole, um, yeah, man. George Washington was, uh, he was in a cult, man. The cult was about aliens, man. And then he grew weed and, you get, and behind every great leader, there's a woman, Martha Washington. And he, she'd have a fat bowl waiting for him when he got home, man. <laughs> like, have you looked on a dollar bill, man? I mean, it's crazy stuff. And it's green. <laughs> uh, this movie is, like, truly funny. Like, yeah. truly funny. Yeah, no, there's... When when uh, Adam Adam Goldberg, who's like the the one of the nerds, when he's mm-hmm. talking about like they like they always get into these very like oh we're we're in high school and we know about politics and social issues so we're Can't so sophisticated yeah and they're just talking about like like Gerald Gerald Ford uh, have you heard the theory about Gerald Ford's football injuries or or uh, causing him to like make mistakes or something like that and Adam Goldberg's just like. Yeah, I don't know. He's out anyway. Can we just go get some alcohol? <laughs> I, just, I love that so much. Because <laughs> that's really what they want to do. They don't want to talk about politics. Oh, or when yeah. he's talking well, about, the- like, when he's like, yeah, like, I really want to be a social justice lawyer. But, like, I'm seeing these people. I just don't want to protect them. And one of the guys <laughs> is like, well, you don't want to be a lawyer anymore? What do you want to do? Asking this 17-year-old kid, like, what he wants to do later. He's like, I want to dance. <laughs> just, like, sarcastic <laughs> response. <laughs> Because no 17-year-old has any idea what they want to do. Ugh. And then, uh, yes, the the bit that really killed me in this last uh, rewatch was when they're in the car eating, and then, yeah, McConaughey pulls up, oh. and he's, like, inviting them to go to the party, and <laughs> Cynthia's just, like, totally, like, into it yeah. and whatever, and then he pulls away, and they're like, oh, my God, what is wrong with you? He's such a creep. He's so good. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. I kind of liked it. Yeah. They're like, ugh, and then she goes, well, do you still want to go? And they're like, yeah, obviously, yes, we're going to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love- and Slater, also, Slater was, like, the third guy in that scene, too. Yes. And he's like, <laughs> And Matthew McConaughey is like, man, I love those redheads. And Slater's just like, hey, I think we were in geology together, man. <laughs> <laughs> Slater, you're you're the greatest. <laughs> so you mentioned earlier that um, you heard the soundtrack before you saw this movie. So let's. The soundtrack is awesome. Oh, it's so great. It it's is, a top five soundtrack so of great. all time. Easily. Yeah, I was reading some of the background, um, and I guess the he was more inspired by, like, the music, kind of. Yeah. And, like, this being the original thought before they even, like, put together a script was, like, this is, like, an album, and every song would kind of 
you know, inspire a scene and just be like all these different points of view of this one day, last day of school in high school. Um, I'm not sure how much like that actually turned out to be the case, but every scene did have a song and, um, and they were all like really, really great choices. Yeah. And they, uh, they spent, I think the budget, the majority of the budget went to the soundtrack and like, didn't go to anything else. Like that's where the majority of the money went to was getting all the rights to the songs and the ti- So the title of the movie is Days and Confused, which is a Pink Floyd song, and it's not in the movie because Pink Floyd. I think the guitar player said that they could have it, and then the lead singer said no. And then later on, when Richard Linklater made Everybody Wants Some, they didn't have that song in the movie either because he was just like, no, it's a theme now. I just I'm gonna name it after a song, and we're not gonna have the song in the movie. I like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I wouldn't have even noticed, but cause I was just so distracted by like every song is so great. Yeah. Rock, rock so, like, and roll. Hoochie Coo was like one of my favorite songs as like a eight year old kid. Like I would put that on and immediately skip to rock and roll. Hoochie Coo. Cause it's just such a great song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you say this was always, this soundtrack was always on your parents' car. So you're saying your parents party is what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> well, they, I think they, I think they love this movie so much because like, it's, it's like when they went to high school, like they were in the high school and yeah. high school in the late seventies. So like they really connected with this movie and they obviously didn't want me to watch it at a young age. Cause like drugs and alcohol and, and sex and stuff like that. But, uh, I wasn't the most, uh, I didn't really listen to rules when I was a kid. So I would just sneak the DVD player and watch it on my portable DVD player that I, that I would have in my room. <laughs> portable DVD player. Oh God. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I probably watched this movie for the first time when I was in high school. Um, and like most of the jokes went over my head. I was yeah. a very naive, quite sheltered person. Despite the fact that, like, yeah, my parents are in that same age range, too. Like, they were that age in high school. And they probably had, like, the exact same stuff going on in their lives as these characters did. Yeah, exactly. my high school experience was so straight edge. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh, what are you having, dog fights over there in your house? Yes, of course, always. (laughs) Every time I go to record, the dogs are like, and now I want to play. Well, look, you're... you're Previous four hours... Your dogs clearly love Days and Confused, and they clearly look like they party, so they're just super excited about this movie. Yeah. They're like, I have to play and wrestle and fight in the room that you're in. Whatever. Everyone knows at this point that my dogs don't respect the podcasting process. (laughs) (laughs) So surprising. I figured a dog would really respect the uh, podcast. I've talked to them about it so many times. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, yeah, this is, I mean, I wasn't, I'm not going to, you know, say, like, oh, high school was so great, like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, there are definitely stuff in here where I was just like, yep. I remember going, like, a party getting canceled and going to the house and the parents are still there. And you're just like, oh, well, okay, see you, <laughs> see, see you later. <laughs> Um, and like trying to find somewhere else to go, like last minute on a Friday. Like I totally remember those days. I don't miss them, but totally remember them. Yeah. And so much of this, what makes this like 
movie work is the lack of modern technology with cell phones and stuff. The fact that they're all just kind of wandering around their small town, bumping into each other and like exchanging plans and like spreading the word. Um, Yeah. There's so much more authenticity in that than if like it was just, if it were a movie about, Oh, just got a text. Here's where we're going. Oh, you know, yeah. So-and-so is at this place. I'm not going to go there. Like, no, it's, it's real. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's still funny though. Like even with like all this technology and uh, what we're like 50 years. Good Lord. Has it been 50 years since the seventies? Yeah. Right. Like something Almost. like that. Maybe a yeah. little under we're, like we're stepping into it. Yeah. Good Lord. Um, but like this movie is so timeless in the fact that like, even with all that technology, it's like kids are still having the same problems, air quotes problems, but like, there, I mean, it's so real in everything that happens, and it's very cyclical. Every like, mm-hmm. it's just high school is just so cyclical because it's just it's the worst and best time ever. Yeah, and I guess yeah, we talk about like Booksmart that came out last year. Yeah, obviously set in 2019, all the you know same modern technology, but it was still it still captured like an authentic right experience of yeah teenage stuff and high school stuff and yeah yeah this is like if we didn't have this movie i don't think we would have movies like book smart and super bad like because oh, super bad yeah. would not have existed yeah which is like uh, basically well, also, like you... when when i look back on it super bad is going to be like my days and confused the same way it was for like my parents absolutely Um, but they're still like they're even they have cell phones and they're still having the same problems we're like well we don't have a car so we got to get somewhere we got to get alcohol we got to find girls like it's just the same (laughs) same shit different day (laughs) yep absolutely uh but speak yeah super bad wouldn't exist but do you think school of rock just going along with like richard linklater do you think he would have made school of rock had he not made days and confused See, I don't know, because, like, you could say you could say music. that about, like, yeah, you could also say that about, like, every single one of his movies, too, though. Because, like, this is the movie that kind of put Richard Linkletter on the map. It was like, oh, this guy's, mm-hmm. this guy's good. But, yeah, I don't know. May, but, like, if you're already obsessed with music, like, he was clearly, he clearly loves music. That's why he made this movie, because he based it off just, like, okay, let's start with the music first. I think he still would have made School of Rock. But if he didn't make Days and Confused, I don't think we would have got Jack Black because I think it, he would have been a lesser-known director. So it still would have been a not-great movie because Jack Black's the only person that could play Dewey, Dewey Cox. Oh, not Dewey Cox. Absolutely. Yeah, is not it Dewey, Dewey Cox? Cox. No. no, Dewey Dewey, Cox is Dewey. hard. Yeah, it's Dewey, though, isn't it? Isn't his name yeah. Dewey? Uh <laughs> <laughs> now i can't think of it i'm just thinking of walk hard <laughs> but yeah we don't we don't i think if he doesn't make this movie we still get school of rock but we don't get jack black so jack black. we don't even know about school of rock because jack yeah. black's not in it well and this movie is is quite the definition of like a cult classic because it was like a total box office bomb yeah but not long after it became like so many people's favorite a total cult type of movie um i think uh i read that quentin tarantino put this on his like top 10 favorite movies of all time 
Yeah. Which says a Respect. lot. But yeah, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, deservedly so. I it's an all time classic comedy. Yeah, this is this is my number three movie of all time. Ooh, what's one and two? Yeah. One is Social Network, two is Inglorious Bastards. And then four is Ladybird, obviously, because I stand for Ladybird. And then Ferris Bueller, number five. Oh. Nice, solid list. I'm looking forward to y'all's uh, top ten of 2017 episode. Um, it came out today. You haven't listened to it yet. I haven't listened to it yet. Who uh, who did you have as your guest? Jacob Dial. So did he know right away whose list was who because of Ladybirds? Uh, I. I don't know if he did or not. He didn't act like he did, so. Okay. But I think I he maybe just like, I think he I think he subconsciously knew at some point because I spent the majority of the discussion just bashing Shape of Water, and then Shape of Water was like in his top five. So I think he just somehow subconsciously knew. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, just based off of knowing that you had Ladybird one and, um. And Danny had Shape of Water in his top five. Again, I would have picked. No, no, two. no, 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 no. Danny did not have Shape of Water. Jacob did. So oh. I, but I, I think he just subconsciously knew He's... that I was bashing it the entire time before we had him on in the guest spot. Danny had Ladybird oh. at like six for twenty seventeen. Did he pick you or did he pick Danny? No, he picked Danny. Ugh. <laughs> The fact that like he he continues to win just makes me want him to lose more. <laughs> yeah, everybody does. <laughs> uh, my friendship with Danny is taking a real turn. I don't like this. <laughs> I need I need to come on. So Danny's been on here twice, right? He's been on mm-hmm. for two episodes. So you need to yeah. invite me on for two more, just two so more. I can hold mm-hmm. it over him that I've been on here more than he has. Okay. <laughs> oh, he'll be even more of the side character and all of this. Oh, I feel so- <laughs> just I'm just bullying the crap out of Danny. He's not even here. Yeah. Uh, man. Well, he's basically just Slater. He's just kind of always there, <laughs> saying some stupid shit. Uh, the fact that I know that he's going to listen to this. He's one of like three people that listen. So I'm like, <laughs> just go even harder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. Just uh, anytime people bash. Oh, man. I'm at the... Uh, sorry. I have the movie on right now. And I'm at the... Uh, I get older and they stay the same age part right now. <laughs> Which is such a... That- he opens it's, that scene with him asking the freshman other, how are this the crop yeah. of freshman girls? Like, oh, <laughs> That's such a great shot, though, too, of Matthew McConaughey standing in front of the billiards, the Emporium sign. Like, that. I wish I could have that framed and, like, put up on my wall. It's just so mm. great. It's a, it's a great, like, iconic shot. Yeah. Of them just standing there. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, and then Slater, (laughs) Slater, so Slater's leaving the car, and he's talking to, uh, was it Dan, is it Dan? I keep forgetting his name, yeah, the Sasha Jason, Don, Don, Don. But But they keep calling him Dawson. Oh, yeah, I don't, yeah, Um, but Slater's getting out of the car, and Don's getting in, 
And <laughs> Slater's like, I'm going to let you have shotgun, man, but only because I want to. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I remember being that age and just being so obsessed with, like, they're so obsessed shotgun. with getting shotgun. Yeah. I, re- I remember I have four brothers and I remember getting in intense, intense fights for shotgun. <laughs> Like, very intense. <laughs> like, to the point where my mom was just like, okay, everybody's in the back. Nobody gets shotgun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I never got shotgun. I just have an older brother, so it was... Well, that, that's what I tell my youngest brother. Ellen in the if, third row. I get the entire back seat. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I, that's how it went. <laughs> I always tell my younger brother, whenever... I said he's shotgun and he wanted a shotgun. I always tell him, well, when you're older than me, you can have shotgun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel his pain. Yeah. Oh, he's all I right. He's a car rides. In he's the, the cockiest the kid in the world. So. <laughs> the third row. Oh, man. The third row was the worst. That was yeah, the so worst. He could have the, the whole backseat to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen, get back there. Oh, oh gosh. man. Okay, so obviously you love this movie, so we won't yes. be giving it a rating, but it is It's an A plus. It's an A plus 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 plus. I too it's... love this movie. I too enjoy watching it every time. It's not one that I rewatch often, but yeah. like every time it's on or like someone puts it on, I'm like, Yes, yes. Love yeah. it. Yeah, and then Excellent. you you know you got to live by that Wooderson motto that he says on the football field. You know, you just got to keep living. L I V I N. Just it's, keep. Yeah. Just just keep living. I love that McConaughey. What thirty years later is still saying these catchphrases. They're not Wooderson. They're him. Like. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you know, just he wasn't living. even. All right, all right, all right. It's like. He wasn't even supposed to be in that scene at all. Like that, what he said wasn't in the original uh, script and he wasn't supposed to be in that scene. It was supposed to be Benny, the redhead guy, Cole Hauser. But apparently Cole Hauser and Jason London did not get along like at all. That's Mm -hmm. why they don't really talk to each other too much in the movie, but they're supposed to be like best friends. Um, But they took Cole Hauser out of the scene and then put Matthew McConaughey in and then they Richard Linklater just made up that line on the spot for him to say all that stuff. Wow. And now it's going to be his, uh, his political campaign phrase for when he runs for governor. <laughs> just keep his living. I'll vote, I'll vote for him. I'll vote for him. I mean, shit, we can't, we can't, can't do any worse. <laughs> can't do any worse. <laughs> Uh, yeah i got show i got live in insane times (laughs) i got his book for uh christmas and some of the stuff in there is just so ridiculous i've seen like tiktoks of people just reading excerpts and just saying the most insane things (laughs) well there's a story in there about him going down to mexico and taking peyote and then getting in a cage with a cougar and sitting there for five hours (laughs) with a live cougar while he was high on peyote he was and he was just like yeah so i got in the cage and i was just i met the cougar eye to eye and we just we were vibing together we were on the same wavelength and I was just like, dear Lord, Jesus man. Christ. <laughs> and then his dad, you know, his dad died 
while they were filming this movie, but his dad died in the middle of having sex with his with his mom. Like he died on top of his wife while they were having sex. That's how Matthew McConaughey's dad died. Like that is the like that would only happen to Matthew McConaughey's family. Oh my god! I feel like I have to read this book. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and then the audiobook's coming out later, and it's all read by Matthew McConaughey. Of course. I can't wait for that. Maybe I'll just wait for that, and I'll listen to it. <laughs> and then just, like, fall off the treadmill in the middle of trying to like, work out. <laughs> Be like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Matthew oh, McConaughey. Man. This is, yeah. If anything, this movie gave us Matthew McConaughey. So it should be, it should be everyone's, it should be a five star for everybody. I don't, yeah. I don't care. I don't care who we you are. are. It ge- yeah. It gave us Matthew McConaughey and we clearly stated that without it, we don't get Skull of Rock. So like, yeah. Yeah. We owe, we owe yeah. Richard Linklater so much. We really do. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you first date boyhood. I mean, like, come on, Linklater should be your, your favorite director ever i should stop saying the story it's such an embarrassing story y'all should have a bust of richard linkletter in y'all's house oh man it's a good thing no one listens to this because i've got to stop telling people that that was our first day it's so embarrassing oh man okay so i have a few questions for you as i do for every guest who comes on the show I'm so excited so, for this. <laughs> I put so much thought into these. These, oh, <laughs> these are my favorite. This is my favorite part of your of your podcast. Yes, great. Okay. <laughs> um. So, I'll start with you know the easy ones. So, what movie aside from Days and Confused do you like to watch? Um, when you need to just like feel better. Yeah. Okay. So there's two. I can't. I couldn't decide or name exactly one. But it's Ferris Bueller or The Goonies. Mm-hmm. Like, if I want to feel better, I throw on Ferris Bueller or I throw on The Goonies. Because they're just so awesome. Excellent. Excellent yeah. answer. Oh, my God. The Goonies, for me, is an all-time, like... Ugh, that movie makes me feel so much better. Yeah. I could quote that movie... I could put it on mute and probably just say the whole thing. Yeah. And it's also the movie God, where the I've cried at the worst line maybe in cinema history which is the the sean astin uh it's our time it's our time down here it's It's their time it's their time up there which is a terrible line but every time i see it i'm just like okay don't cry don't cry don't cry (laughs) we quote that so much around here it's like it's our time down here down here It's so bad. It is so bad, but it hits my heartstrings so, oh. so easily. That and, yeah, and Andy, you goonie. Oh, Andy, man. you goonie. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> we'll go get Andy's ice cream and then just, like, scream out, Andy, you goonie. <laughs> just because. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, awesome. And, okay, so what is the TV show version of something that makes you feel better? 
Okay, so usually I would say like um, The Office or Parks and Rec, but I have really, really like embarrassingly so got it gotten into Love Island over the quarantine. The UK version. I want to specify the UK version, not the Australian or the US one. But I love this show. I I love it so much just because it's they're just the trashiest people that they could find in England and there's just so much drama. Like I'm rewatching the season where Miss Great Britain is there and she leaves because they take away her Miss Great Britain for stuff that she did on the show. Um, but yeah, it's, <laughs> I love the show so much to the point where I may or may not be following the winners from the most recent season on Instagram. <laughs> yes. Oh, that is one that I haven't gotten to, but I fully understand just loving that. Just like oh. kind of trash reality. Yeah. God. Yes. You, you have to watch it, and but it's I've like, I've seen some of the, it's so is Love Island the one that I've seen the clips of the girls who are like sitting around and being like, "What's a continent? What's a country?" Like, like yeah, is that Love they Island? Say, <laughs> they say some dumb stuff. Well, I mean, that could be a lot of reality shows. Or it but... could be like Big Brother UK, or I don't know. They just yeah, I know that it's a it's a. They're always like just sitting around in bikinis, saying like really dumb stuff and like yeah. just cheating on each other constantly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's Love, Love Island. It. I love it. It's so great. And you, but you got to be prepared when you watch it because like the first and last season are like 38 episodes, but like all the ones in between are like either 45 to 60 episodes. My god. Cuz they they put out an episode like every day or something like that. Um but yeah, that's it's crazy. yeah, you you definitely got to get into it cuz it where, it will Where is this available? Hulu. They're all on Hulu. Hulu. Oh. Yeah. Bless. Yes. Okay. And you will get to the point where, like, like this stuff happened, like, four years ago, but I'm, like, looking at, like, I'm, like, dude, come on, man. That's not the right woman, and you shouldn't be messing around with that girl. You should be with the other one. <laughs> My roommates are, like, Ty, that happened four years ago, and it's a reality <laughs> dating show. You don't really need to get too, too far into it. <laughs> oh, hell yes. Love Island UK so good that (laughs) okay my next question is uh what is your favorite bad movie okay so i thought i was gonna say hot rod because that's usually like when someone asks me my favorite panned movie like if something's like really bad on rotten tomatoes but you love it but i think hot rod is actually a really good comedic movie i like hot rod but the movie that I know is bad that I love watching is Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf. I love that movie so I love much. That movie too. <laughs> but it's not good whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's great. Uh, I can't Young even put my finger on why I love that movie, but I love that movie. Probably because Shia LaBeouf is hot, and like you know. But I love that movie too. <laughs> It's so good. Uh, Shia LaBeouf <laughs> is so great in it. And it's just so terrible. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, Shia. Probably the most, like, troubled person in Hollywood. Like, I love Shia. I will stand for Shia until the day I die. I don't... Well, mm-hmm. maybe not Weird anymore. The recent yeah, stuff. yeah, maybe not anymore. He does make good movies, though. Yeah. I think he makes good movies. But... He's yeah, a good may- actor. That's the problem. It's like he's got all this talent, but he's just so 
Did you he's troubled? He's got all these demons, you know. Did you um you know when like in quarantine when all these actors were making uh like Zoom movies, like script table reads, stuff like that? Did you see his Ridgemont High one where yeah, he was he got high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just sat in his car and hotboxed the whole time and like well, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston are just sitting there like, what the hell? <laughs> and he's 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 high out of his mind, and he's also like outside in his garage in like a yeah. hundred and five degree heat. So he's just like he's profusely sweating. <laughs> and of course, you can see on Morgan Freeman's face, who was narrating everything, that he was just like, "What the fuck is wrong with this kid?" <laughs> yeah, and he's doing um. The, uh, the, why am I, we're forgetting all the names tonight. Spicoli. Uh, uh, Sean Penn. Yeah. He's doing yeah. Sean Penn's part and Sean Penn is, is on there. the call. Yeah. So Sean Penn's face is also like, <laughs> is this, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Which for Sean Penn to think someone is acting weird takes a lot. Cause Sean Penn's a pretty a weird dude. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Sean Penn's a weird dude, but at least he. He did his part during the pandemic and got those COVID tests running at Dodger Stadium. So oh, there you go. Him and, and Dolly him, Parton were like our celebrity saviors because Dolly Parton like pretty oh. much funded the Moderna vaccine. Yeah. If Biden doesn't like first thing he does when he becomes president, give her the presidential medal of freedom <laughs> for just being Dolly Parton. Then. Well, I mean, she should already deserve it then for he's Dolly no Parton. My president. Dolly Parton on the square or whatever, uh, whatever she just Christmas came out on the square. <laughs> I kind of loved that movie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's so Dolly. <laughs> yeah. She plays a hobo angel <laughs> with full makeup and wig. <laughs> it's uh, Dolly is a treasure and we do not deserve her whatsoever. Oh, an American treasure. If she if she's not uh, on the Mad About Movies American treasure list, then something needs to change there. <laughs> should start a campaign. Uh, you should just just annoy the host until they actually put her on the uh, American treasure list. AT list. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if they do that anymore, but yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Dolly Parton forever, man. Uh so, my last question for you, my favorite question, is who was your first movie or TV character crush? Okay, so I have one for a movie and a TV show. So, TV show is not usually people's first crush. It's usually, like, for our generation, it's, like, uh, the girl from Boy Meets World, Topanga. Uh, Topanga. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mine is Tawny from Even Stevens. I That's was a great answer. I was in love with Tawny. I loved her so much, and I was so jealous. I think that started my uh, the reason why I liked Shia LaBeouf until recent days. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I was so jealous of Shia LaBeouf that he got to hang around with with Tawny. She was great. She was awesome, and she was just so cool. Yeah. She was like the coolest person ever. Yeah, they really wrote that character well she was she was so cool i wanted to be tawny yeah and then towards the end of that show 
yeah, Shia LaBeouf started getting like actually like cute, and I was yeah. like, man, I got a crush on Louis <laughs> Stevens, and Tawny gets to kiss Wait. him. <laughs> Oh, uh, Louis Stevens. That show, I wa- I recently watched that show when uh, I got Disney Plus, and it holds up. Yeah. It's still, like, really funny. I did, too. That was the first thing I did when we got Disney Plus was I binged Even Stevens. It's still God, very funny. Okay, so yeah. my movie okay, so crush. The movie one? Julie the Cat Gaffney from Mighty Ducks 2. <laughs> <laughs> this was, like... She was, like, the first girl I think I ever noticed because I grew up in a family of four brothers. So, like, girls were the worst for a pretty long time. And then this, I mean, this movie in general was just, like, when I hit puberty or whenever I started noticing girls, I was just like, oh, girls are kind of cool, I guess. But, I mean, Julie the Cat Gaffney is just so awesome. When she, I think when she knocked, yeah, when she knocked down those skaters, I was just like, oh, she's cool. (laughs) <laughs> and like uh, something is changing in me <laughs> they were like they're like a few years where i'm just like why is julie cat gaffney on the team goldberg is the best he needs to be in the in the goal and then like now when i watch dt i'm like put julie the cat in please for the love of god <laughs> she deserves better than this and then also that whole the scene where they go to rodeo drive or rodeo drive as pronounced by the <laughs> texas character who was first off Side note, he was the biggest redneck of all time, but he was from the most progressive city in Texas, which made no sense to me and still does not at all. Um, Hollywood continues to treat Austin like it's, I don't know, the Wild West. And I'm like, God, if you're going to pick somewhere to be like redneck, make them be from like Lubbock or something. Yeah. Yeah. But when they they when they had the models like try on all the dresses, I would always skip that scene. Just fast forward through it. And then it got one year. It was just like, whoa, I. This is a really cool scene. I really like this scene. <laughs> D2 was like, D2 changed me. It's <laughs> a great, I love that movie. We just talked about it. Yeah. That was, that was my favorite, my favorite episode of yours. I love that so much. Uh, yeah. We had fun talking about D2. Just all the Mighty Ducks. But yeah, in retrospect, looking back in D3, the person that should have been called up to varsity was Julie. Yeah. Not Banks. She should be called up one just because she's amazing and she she deserves everything in the entire world and I wish I could have married her when I was younger. But she was also the best player on the team. She was she was way better than Banks. <laughs> Banks was yes, like she should Banks have won. In all of those movies Banks has like one good game and then it's just like okay, you don't see him for the rest and then it's just like Conway is the one. Charlie's the one who scores the goals. Just like, eh, okay, I guess that makes sense. Freaking cake eater, man. <laughs> cake eater. <laughs> I was cracking up when y'all were insult. talking about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a great movie! What a great movie. Uh, I was. You know, I went. I went and rewatched all three trilogies. of those. Oh yeah, for sure. I went and rewatched all three of those. The number, the first movie is just ridiculous. It's just like this doesn't make any sense. Like, and then all the newspaper, like, who is reporting on this pee wee hockey league? Like, are there is there not like high school sports that y'all should be reporting on? Um, <laughs> and then, but it makes it makes yeah. more sense than them suddenly being at the junior goodwill <laughs> game. 
But then we get to the Junior Goodwill games, which I didn't find. I didn't find that crazy because I had I had a friend in high school who's a junior Olympian in water polo. So like they had that kind of stuff. So like that kind of made sense to me a little bit. Um, but what I didn't understand is I hated the fact that they changed jerseys to the Mighty Ducks. I get it; it makes sense narratively, but like. Wouldn't you rather like represent the United States than your peewee hockey team? Like especially like especially when like five of the people on this team yeah. are not ducks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but when the when the crows when the when the uh, roosters are crowing and the cows are spinning circles in the pasture, <laughs> duck ducks fly, fly together. together. <laughs> Such great. And then the third movie, by far the worst movie, but the only one that made me cry twice. But with the most sexual tension. So. Oh, at with uh, Charlie a teenage, and... Uh, well, just Char- from a teenage girl watching the movie. From oh, okay. Experience. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Between me and the movie. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, but yeah, that was... That that was the only one that made me cry, and I cried twice. I was just like, "Why am I crying, dude? D three, <laughs> it's ridiculous." Hans is dead. I, well, I didn't even cry in the Hans part. It was the part where, because <laughs> he just died so quick, they were just like, "Hans is dead. We're at his funeral. Now it's over." I was just like, "Uh, wait, what? What just happened? Like, <laughs> that happened so fast." Uh, but when uh. <sighs> This is return is turning into a D three episode, which I'm fine with. But when uh, Coach Bombay is talking to Charlie, and he was just like, "I told the coach that you were you're the heart of the team." I was just like, "Oh, stop! This is D three. Y'all just y'all just put ants in people's room. This is the stupidest movie ever." And I'm crying. And then when when Coach Bombay is walking out of the rink, and then they cut back to him and Charlie celebrating the Pee Wee Championship, I was just like, "Oh." I hate you, Disney, so freaking much. But I think m- there might just be something wrong with me because I also just watched Greenland and I cried during Greenland, which <laughs> I think I'm just going through some stuff right now. <laughs> you know, we kind of all are. <laughs> as indicated by me sobbing on your podcast a week That's ago. True. So <laughs> That is true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Can't, just can't control it these days. The emotions no, are not at all at a peak. <laughs> Wait, so what was what was your movie crush that you? I guess you probably said it in the first episode, maybe. Or wait, I've actually, been, don't tell I've me because you're about to. Yeah, you're about to talk about it in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I've 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 given a few answers. Um. I know yeah, you're you obsessed with s- Charlie. Yeah. As evident by the the last episode, yes. (laughs) But the uh, the other answer I've given in the past was the older brother from uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. That was like one of the first times watching a a movie and being like, he's cute, (laughs) and he's kissing the girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Gosh. I'm crying right now. I'm laughing. I'm laugh crying, but <laughs> that's good. It's good. 
Uh, Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Had a blast. Oh, yeah. It was so You waited a long time for this. So long. I was just waiting patiently. I feel like I, I messaged you on the Discord, like, two episodes into this. And I was like, hey, if you ever need a guest, let me know. Or no, maybe I just tagged you. And no, then you're you just did. Like, a couple people did. And then and I, I just, of, I guess you're I just c- like, nah, forget this guy. I'm going to invite well, Danny Weiser on. <laughs> that guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was just a little uh, nervous to invite people on that I hadn't <laughs> talked to before. And uh, after you and after you and Danny started your podcast, I was like, okay, Ty's cool. I just didn't want to like bring on a guest and it just be like, it's just me and I have no one to like bounce off of. So if I like invited someone on that, like it didn't, it wasn't working. I would just have to sit here for like an hour vamping by myself. And I'm like terrified of that idea. So I haven't had anyone on the show that I like haven't already talked to before. Right. (laughs) If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah, rankings would be a very <laughs> weird podcast if it was just me. It it wouldn't. It would just be yes. strange. <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, there. The, yeah, this is. There's a reason why I am so slow to put out episodes because one, I don't know that many people uh, that would like want to be on the show or like like to talk about movies as much as we do, and two, I'm like, I'll I'll do it when I do it. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's very, very go with the flow kind of attitude over at the Love the Movie Pod. First few episodes, I was on like a real schedule because I had like five people lined up, and I was like, boom, 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 once a week, and then I like ran through that, and I was like, oh shit. Uh. <laughs> it happens. Sometimes I'll we'll have to record an episode. I'm just like, I really don't want to record an episode, but yeah, yeah. but Danny makes me so. Yeah, see, that's my problem, is no one's making me do this. <laughs> so, so, when I feel like it is when I do it. Well, look, I'm guaranteed I want to come on two more times. I will never get a listenership this way. <laughs> no, no. I remember, like, talking, joking about it with Danny and Megan. I was like, oh, you guys, you know, all your listeners. And they were like, well, Ellen, when do your episodes even come out? And I was like, ooh, uh, good point. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, that, that makes yeah, sense. That's fair. <laughs> there was, because you were talking about, like, when you put out those, like, five episodes, and there was, like, I was like, did she, like, stop making the Love That Movie pod? Because, like, it's not popping up in my podcast app, like, at all. <laughs> I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I mean, I'm not doing this to get a bunch of listeners. It's just for fun, for me. Yeah, it's a hobby. It's, uh, yeah, I've been unemployed for almost a year now. I I need something. Yep. Yeah, totally get that. <laughs> totally get that. Well, you oh, you have me guaranteed to come on for at least two more, as long as I can get above. As long as I can get on above Danny, and then if Danny comes on for a third, then that means I got to come on for a fourth. As long as I can stay in front of Danny and never fall behind that, we're good. Yeah, Shane, it feels the same way. So. I might just end up having a rotation of you guys and Meg and just keep it going to see who wins in the end. <laughs> well, so who's who's ahead right now? Is it Danny or is it Batman it is, Shane? 
I think they're tied because they both did one episode and they both came back to talk about uh, Hearts Beat Loud, right? Sing Street. Oh, no, Sing Street. Sing yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're both at two. Ooh. Yeah, you gotta let me jump in front of them. I need something else. <laughs> like Batman, Batman Shane already called me, basically compared me to Chris Evans in, in as Captain America. So like I've got that I can hold over Danny's head. Uh, I'm a Gryffindor. I can hold that over Danny's head because I'm clearly the cooler host. And in our most recent episode, Jacob Dallas said, I love sad movies because my life is so great. That's probably why I love sad movies. So <laughs> I get also get to hold that over Danny's head. Yes. <laughs> oh, Dan, I, I love just dunking on Danny. <laughs> yeah, because it's so we're easy. Putting, <laughs> we're putting to, I shouldn't say that. Oh, but we're putting together our next D&D campaign. And he, his character I don't know why he did this to himself. Is the character that gets bullied? <laughs> <laughs> y'all should y'all should let me come on for just like one session and just ruthlessly attack just attack Danny for no reason. Just like Ty, you got to come play this character. Just, we'll give you a. We script. all have plans to just dunk on him constantly, and I was like, you created this character to be like the nerd that's obsessed with like magic tricks. <laughs> He would be he would be so upset if y'all just randomly put me in one night because I'm not gonna play a full D and D thing. Just give me a script, make up whatever backstory, and just tell me what to do. And I'll just go after Danny. Oh man, I love it. I I feel bad, but also like it is what it is. He yelled at me for like six minutes straight without even like stopping to breathe when I was on your show. So. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, yep. Oh, okay. We gotta wrap this up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. I will definitely have you back so that you can win. Yes, absolutely. Um, we'll talk about uh, whatever movie you want to talk about. This was so much fun. Um, but yes, uh, to my few listeners, uh, please go listen to the rankings. Uh, yeah. Check out Ty's show. Uh, him and Danny have. Such a hilarious back and forth. I like literally laugh out loud when I'm listening, which is weird because I'm like walking through the aisles of Target like a mad woman, just laughing. Um, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. If, if y'all need a comparison to what it's like, imagine the uh, Andy Seb- Sandberg and Craig Craig Davids or Roberts, whatever his name Craig, is on uh, Craig Robinson. Robertson on Brooklyn Nine Nine. The Jake Peralta and uh, Doug Judy. That's like our relationship oh. on the podcast. So. That's what you're getting when you're listening Judy. to the ranking. <laughs> it's a great, it's a, it's a perfect rivalry. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, until next time, uh, thanks for coming on. We'll see you later. Yeah. Appreciate Bye. it.